Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio, and this is day 948 of our trek and time for our Philosophy Friday series. Each Friday, we will ponder some of the basic truths and mysteries of life and how they can impact us in creating our living legacy. As we continue on this trek called life, sometimes we have questions about life. So our Friday trek is a time where we can ask Gramps. Gramps will answer the questions that you would like to ask your dad or granddad, but for whatever reason, this is not possible. No matter how old we are, I know that all of us would like the opportunity to ask dad or Gramps questions about life in many areas. Today is a seventh episode in a series delving into what makes each of us respond to life's situations and circumstances. Understanding ourselves and how others may interpret life through their paradigm will allow us to interact with each other with more love and compassion. This can be achieved by utilizing a profound tool called the Enneagram. If you have missed any of our past six Friday series, I would recommend going back and listening to them or read the wisdom journals. As a review, the tool that we refer to as the Enneagram is a circle of nine interconnected points. Ennea refers to nine, and Graham refers to a drawing. Check out today's or the prior week's wisdom journals for the representation of this. I have also included in today's wisdom journal a copy of the Enneagram at a Glance, which was compiled by Suzanne H. Eller. If you'd like a PDF copy of it, just click on the link in our wisdom journal, which is located on our website, wisdom-trek.com. I would also recommend the book, The Road Back to You, written by Ian Morgan Cron and Suzanne Stabil. It is an excellent book about the Enneagram journey of self-discovery from a Christian perspective. In the first six episodes, we explored how the Enneagram system works. On today's trek, we will explore an overview of the nine Enneagram types. Then starting next Friday, we will take a deep dive into each type, one per week for the following nine weeks. Since we are exploring this tool in detail, I would also recommend reading the Wisdom Journal for each Friday to see the diagrams presented each week. As helpful as the Enneagram is, though, keep in mind it is still only a tool. It cannot replace nor usurp the precepts that are found in God's Word. All decisions and actions that we make in life must be in harmony with God's precepts. So the question for today and the next several months will be, Hey Gramps, why do people act or react to situations and circumstances in life differently? How can I gain wisdom to better understand myself and others so that I can love, serve, and minister to them on a deeper level? So today will be the Enneagram System, an overview of the nine types. Type number one is the Reformer. This person is a rational, idealistic type. They're principal, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic. Type one in brief. Ones are conscientious and ethical, with a strong sense of right and wrong. They are teachers, crusaders, and advocates for change, always striving to improve things, but afraid of making a mistake. They're well-organized, orderly, and fastidious, and they try to maintain high standards. But because of this, they slip into being critical of themselves and others. They are perfectionistic. They typically have problems with resentment and impatience. At their best, though, they're wise, discerning, realistic, and noble, and usually morally heroic. Their basic fear of number one is of being corrupt or evil and in some way defective. Their basic desire is to be good, to have integrity, to be balanced. 
Enneagram 1 with a 9 wing is an idealist. Enneagram 1 with a 2 wing is an advocate. The key motivators are, they want to be right, to strive higher, to prove everything, to be consistent with their ideals, to justify themselves, to be beyond criticism so as not to be condemned by anyone. The meaning of the arrows for type 1 in brief. When moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, methodical ones suddenly become moody and irrational like fours. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, ones that may be angry and critical become more spontaneous and joyful like healthy sevens. Type number two, the helper. The helper is caring, an interpersonal type. They're usually generous, demonstrative, people-pleasing, and possessive. Type two in brief, Twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. They are friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing, but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people-pleasers. They are well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. At their best, they're unselfish and altruistic. They have unconditional love for others. Their basic fears are of being unwanted, unworthy of being loved. Their basic desire is to be loved. An Enneagram 2 with a one wing is a servant. An Enneagram 2 with a three wing is the host or hostess. They're key motivators. They want to be loved, to express their feelings to others, to be needed and appreciated, to get others to respond to them so that they can vindicate their claims about themselves. The meanings of the arrows for type number two. When moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, needy two suddenly become aggressive and dominating like an eight. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, a prideful and self-deceptive two become more self-nurturing and emotionally aware like healthy fours. Type number three, the achiever. The achiever is the success-oriented pragmatic type. They're adaptable, excelling, driven, and image conscious. Type three in brief. Threes are self-assured, attractive, and charming. They're ambitious, competent, and energetic. They can also be status-conscious and highly driven for advancement. They're diplomatic and poised, but can also become overly concerned with their image and what others think about them. They typically have problems with workaholism and competitiveness. At their best, they're self-accepting, authentic, everything they seem to be. They are role models who inspire others. Their basic fears are of being worthless. Their basic desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. An Enneagram 3 with a 2 wing is the charmer. The Enneagram 3 with a 4 wing is the professional. Their key motivators are they want to be affirmed, to distinguish themselves from others, to have attention, to be admired, and to impress others. The meanings of the arrows for the three. When moving in the direction of the disintegration or stress, Driven threes suddenly become disengaged and apathetic like nines. However, in moving in the direction of integration or growth, vain and deceitful threes become more cooperative and committed to others like healthy sixes. Type number four, the individualist. They are sensitive and introspective type, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and sometimes temperamental. Type four and brief. Fours are self-aware, sensitive, and reserved. They're emotionally honest, creative, and personal, but can also become moody and self-conscious. 
withholding themselves from others due to their feelings of vulnerability and defectiveness. They can also feel disdainful and exempt from the ordinary ways of life. They typically have problems with melancholy, self-indulgence, and self-pity. At their best, they're inspired and highly creative. They are able to renew themselves and transform their experiences. Types 4 basic fears is that they have no identity or personal significance. Their basic desire is to find themselves and their significance, to create an identity. An Enneagram 4 with a 3 wing is the aristocrat. The Enneagram 4 with a 5 wing is the bohemian. Their key motivators are that they want to express themselves and their individuality, to create and surround themselves with beauty, to maintain certain moods and feelings, to withdraw and to protect their self-image, to take care of their emotional needs before attending to anything else, to attract a rescuer. The meaning of the arrows for a type 4. When moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, a loof force suddenly becomes overly involved and clingy like twos. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, envious and emotional turbulent force can become objective and principles, like healthy ones. Type number five, the investigator. They are intense, a cerebral type. They're perspective, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Type five in brief. Fives are alert, insightful, and curious. They are able to concentrate and focus on developing complex ideas and skills. They're independent, innovative, and inventive. They can also become preoccupied with their thoughts and imaginary constructs. They become detached, yet high-strung and intense. They typically have problems with eccentricism, nihilism, and isolation. At their best, they're visionary pioneers, often ahead of their times, and able to see the world from an entirely new way. Type number five's basic fears are being useless, helpless, and incapable. Their basic desire is to be capable and competent. Enneagram 5 with a 4-wing are the iconoclast. Enneagram 5 with a 6-wing are the problem solvers. Their key motivators, they want to possess knowledge, to understand their environment, to have everything figured out as a way of defending self from threats from the environment. The meaning of the arrows in 5. When moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, detached fights suddenly become hyperactive and scattered like sevens. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, avaricious and detached fights become more self-confidence and decisive like healthy eights. Type number six, the loyalist. They are committed, security-oriented types. They're engaging, responsible, but anxious and suspicious. Type six in brief. The committed, security-oriented types, sixes are reliable, hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy. They're excellent troubleshooters. They foresee problems and foster cooperation, but they can also become defensive, evasive, and anxious, running on stress while complaining about it. They can be cautious and indecisive, but also reactive, defiant, and rebellious. They typically have problems with self-doubt and suspicion. At their best, they're internally stable and self-reliant, courageously champion themselves and others. A type 6 basic fear is of being without support and guidance. Their basic desire is to have security and support. An Enneagram 6 with a 5 wing is the defender. An Enneagram 6 with a 7 wing is the buddy. Their key motivators is that they want to have security, to feel supported by others, to have certitude and reassurance, 
to test the attitudes of others toward them, to fight against anxiety and insecurity. The meaning of the arrows for a type 6. When moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, dutiful 6s suddenly become competitive and arrogant like a 3. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, a fearful and pessimistic 6s become more relaxed and optimistic like a healthy 9. Type number 7, the enthusiast. They're busy, variety of seeking types. Spontaneous, versatile, acquisitive, and scattered. Type 7 in brief. Sevens are extroverted, optimistic, versatile, and spontaneous. They're playful and highly spirited and practical. They can also misapply their many talents, becoming overly extended, scattered, and undisciplined. They constantly seek new and exciting experiences, but can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go. They typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness. At their best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. Type number seven's basic fears are of being deprived or in pain. Their basic desire is to be satisfied and content, to have their needs fulfilled. An Enneagram 7 with a 6-wing is the entertainer. The Enneagram 7 with an 8-wing is the realist. Type 7 key motivations are they want to maintain their freedom and happiness to avoid missing out on worthwhile experiences. They keep themselves excited and occupied to avoid and discharge pain. The meaning of the arrows for a type 7. When moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, scattered sevens become perfectionistic and critical like ones. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, a gluttonous and scattered sevens become more focused and fascinated by life, like healthy fives. Type number eight, the challenger. They're powerful and dominating type. They're self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Type eight in brief. Eights are self-confident, strong, and assertive, protective, resourceful, and straight-talking and decisive. They become egocentric and domineering. Eight feels like they must control their environment, especially people, sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. Eights typically have problems with their tempers and with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. At their best, they're self-mastering. They use their strengths to improve others' lives, becoming heroic, magnanimous, and inspiring. A type 8's basic fears are of being harmed or controlled by others. Their basic desire is to protect themselves, to be in control of their own life and their own destiny. A type 8 with a 7 wing are the maverick. A type 8 with a 9 wing are the bear. Their key motivators are they want to be self-reliant, to prove their strength and to resist weakness, to be important in their world, to dominate their environment, and to stay in control of their situations. The meaning of the arrows for a type 8. When moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, self-confident 8 suddenly becomes secretive and fearful at 5s. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, a lustful and controlling 8s become more open-hearted and caring, like healthy 2s. And our final one is type number 9, the peacemaker. They're easygoing, self-evasing types. They're receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. A type 9 in brief. Nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. They are usually creative, optimistic, and supportive. 
but can also be too willing to go along with others to keep the peace. They want everything to go smoothly and without conflict, but they can also tend to be complacent, simplifying problems and minimizing anything that might be upsetting. They typically have problems with inertia and stubbornness. At their best, they're indomitable and self-embracing. They are able to bring people together and to heal conflicts. The Type 9's basic fear is of loss and separation. Their basic desire is to have inner stability and peace of mind. An Enneagram 9 with an 8 wing is the referee. The Enneagram 9 with a 1 wing are the dreamers. Their key motivations. A Type 9 wants to create harmony in their environment, to avoid conflict and tension, to preserve things as they are, to resist whatever would upset or disturb them. The meaning of the arrows for Type 9s. When moving in the direction of disintegration or stress, complacent 9s suddenly become anxious and worried like 6s. However, when moving in the direction of integration or growth, a slothful and self-neglecting 9s become more self-developing and energetic like healthy 3s. Well, that's a lot of information to absorb for today's trek. For further analysis and review, please go to the Wisdom Journal for today, which is at wisdom-trek.com forward slash day-948. While it is good to study this information about the Enneagram so that it will help us to grow in our knowledge of ourselves and others, it is important to also study God's Word continually, as we are instructed in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you do. Well, join us again next Friday as we explore further the Enneagram on our Ask Grant episode. We will specifically explore in depth Enneagram number one. The information that we will explore will allow you to unlock who you are as we travel on this trek of life and discover more about yourself and others and how we can impact God's kingdom. I know that you'll find these insights interesting, practical, and profitable in living that rich and satisfying life that we're intended to. Our next trek will be Meditation Monday, where we will help you to reflect on what is most important in life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us on Monday for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to in the past 947 daily treks or read the associated journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. I encourage you to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so that each day's truck will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek Podcast and Journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, and to others generously lead with integrity and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you on Monday.